The internet is full of great things and great people doing positive things and living their dreams. From local entertainers to indie entertainers to day trips and local festivals, there's all kinds of great things going on in the world. Stop the negativity, stop the arguing, and enjoy the B-Rad Saloon. I want to welcome you to the podcast, B-Rad Saloon, Barside Conversations. What the podcast is about over the next however long I do it is going to be dealing with bipolar depression, self-motivation, getting past negative things and negative people, finding your true north, and all kinds of interesting things. Um, I'll be doing entertainment things later on and things like that. And the podcast will also contain the audio version of the B-Rad Saloon, which you can see at bradleyfinity.com. Today I want to talk about my early life. Uh, I grew up without a father. My dad and my mother never got married, which having born in the 1950s and, and growing up in the 1960s was uh, never heard of. I mean, it was just something that didn't happen. Um, that made it kind of hard for a, a boy who was the only boy in the family at the time. My two brothers were away in the military. One was in Vietnam, one was in Minot, North Dakota. And to have, without having any male guidance there and only having a, an older sister and a mother, it made it kind of hard on me. I'm not going to say everything that happened in my life was because of that, but it didn't make things any easier, that's for sure. Um, one brother that was in the Marine Corps did see what was going on when he came back um, from Vietnam and came home on leave. And he tried to teach me how to fight and how, how to uh, defend myself and things like that. I wasn't really interested in it. I saw no need to uh, have to um, defend myself and fight just because I was a little different than anybody else. And uh, he tried, but it just didn't work. Um, when I was younger, I didn't used to say bad things about people or things like that. I just I was a very positive person. I liked to uh, I liked people. I liked to be around people. But as I got older, I lost that part of myself, and uh, that's a part of me I can't get back. I mean. And, that's one of the things that um, that happens when you lose a lot of yourself when you're when you're really young. You can't get that part back. It, it, too much has gone on. Too much negativity. Too much um, dealing with asshole people, uh, and it just it, that part will not come back. I've constantly got to fight myself on that. But um, it's a constant struggle, and and you've got to be the kind of person you want to be, and not just let life roll you over. Um, 61 years of old, I, I still say and do things. And then later I go, why did I say that? What, what, what was my motivation? That was hurtful. That was mean. Um, I, I don't know why I do some of the things I do. Um, just reaction. Things that I don't want to do. Um, but, but again, it's a, I still look at myself as a, as a work in progress at 61 years old. Um, I think everybody is. I think you're constantly learning and growing as you get older. <clears throat> Excuse me. You're constantly working and growing as you get older. And if you're not, then you're, you're allowing yourself open for, for a uh, mental death that you don't want. Had to live with bipolar depression is hard enough. But to have to fight yourself because you don't like the person you are makes it even worse. I mean, if you, if you, if you like who you are and you have bipolar depression, you're still fighting that, that urge to... To be bit down and be depressed and not see the positive, but if you don't like who you are and you're fighting it, it just wow. 
it's a tough battle. Every day it's a tough battle. Um, bipolar depression is is it's sort of a shoot off from bipolar disorder. No, it is a shoot off from bipolar disorder. In order to be diagnosed with bipolar depression, you had to have had bipolar disorder in the past. Um, that's addictions. That's periods of hyperactivity where everything is going right and you're happy and nothing can go wrong. And it's easy to get an addiction at those times and things like that because you feel like Superman. Nothing can bring you down. So the addiction process happens, alcoholism, sex addiction, gambling addiction. There's no reason to stop because you're, you know, you're invincible. Well, that's followed quickly by there's no reason to live. There, there's no hope. There's no future. And you keep bouncing back and forth between that and a normal state. It can last for six months. It can last for years. And it, it's very tough. And I, after having gone to the doctor about some, some problems I was having, and we talked about this, I could see where in my 20s and my mid-30s, up to my mid-30s, that I had bipolar disorder. I mean, it, it just some of the things I did and, and the way I acted and the way I treated people and some of the addictions I got into and things. I didn't get into drugs or gambling or anything like that. It was just, it was other addictions. Was um, it, it, it all came in, came clear to me. And then after I got on the medication for, for depression and things like that, I was able to uh, keep a level keel and, and keep going. So it's it's kind of hard to um, deal with bipolar disorder, bipolar depression, and and have to deal with the negativity in people's lives. And uh, to me, the best way to get past it was just simply not deal with them, not react to them, not give them that power over me. And in some ways, I still see that as a weakness to today, uh, not putting up with their negative things or attitudes from other people. And sometimes I just have to react. I, I, my body says. You've had enough. My mind says you've had enough. You've got to stop it. Um, and you've got to react. And, and I do sometimes in hurtful ways to people who don't deserve it because I will lash out at innocent people. I've gotten that pretty much under control. Um, I still will go after people who make me mad um, instead of just blowing it off. Um, I, I still lash out at them and things like that. And to me, that is the weakness, is giving them that power over me. But at the moment, it just happens, and I, I do it. Now, growing up in the town I grew up in and dealing with the people who are mean-spirited and took me down a very long, dark road that uh, I had to fight to get out of. I not only had to fight bipolar depression, but that negativity. And uh, the way I dealt with it was to... Uh, to be worse than them. I mean, God, for 10 years there or so, I, I, I had to fight to be worse than them. I, I had to, to if, if they said one bad word to me, I said 10 to them. I mean, it was just awful. And I, and I didn't like myself when I was going through it. And the more I went through it, the more I didn't like myself. Um, you ask why I didn't move out of that hellhole town full of bullies and rude, nasty people. It was simply because my family lived there. Uh, my kids lived there. Um, my new wife wanted to raise our children there, or her child there. And um, it was just, it was, was best for everybody but me. So I stuck it out being with them and being with my children 
from a previous marriage and all. But um, once I got the opportunity to get out of there, buddy, I did. I mean, that town is nasty, rumor town. Um, the rumors are so bad in that town that it's even gotten people convicted of murder. Innocent people convicted of murder because of rumors and lies. So you have to remove yourself from that. You have to get yourself out of whatever's being toxic to you. And, and that town was toxic. I mean, and it still is. I mean, I go down there to see my some of my family members who are still there. And, and as soon as I come up across the hill and, and see the town and, and see the signs for the town, I mean, I just... I just feel bad. I mean, it's just, it's an awful, awful feeling to have, to hate where you grew up so much like that. But, um, hey, it is what it is. And you, you have to remove yourself from the toxicity, which I did. And I've never felt better in my life than I did getting out of that place. Um, looking at that, you don't realize sometimes that, that you're not happy and you don't want others to be happy. I had been in two very bad relationships that ended in divorce before my current wife. We've been together 25 years. Unbelievable. 25 years. Um, together. We've been married 19. Um, getting back to what I was talking about, though, is, is that I was in two very bad relationships that ended in, in divorce. Both my wives cheated on me. Again, it was that town. I mean, it both happened in that town. Um, people, which was one of the things that caused me not to uh, trust men or people for a long time, was that both the guys that my um, ex-wife cheated with were guys that tried to befriend me first. One of them succeeded. The other one I didn't care. I didn't like his attitude or anything. But he tried. And and then move in on the wife. I mean, it was all planned out. They, they can't tell me it wasn't. But... Um, after that all happened, and after I got back from, from living in Washington, D.C. for quite a few months, I decided that it was payback time and my time. So um, I pretty much went after only married women there for, for a year or two. I was uh, quite the jerk. I mean, married women were safe. Married women were um, were um, noncommittal. I, I didn't have to worry about them wanting a relationship. I was, was having my fun, and I was getting payback knowing that if, Another guy found out about it and, and all of that, he would get hurt. And I was never shy about telling people who I was having sex with at the time, married, unmarried, whatever. I was never shy about it because in some ways I wanted the husbands to find out. I mean, I'll admit it. Back then, I didn't care about myself, let alone anybody else. I mean, I just told you about where, where if you're going through bipolar depression and everything, you don't care. This was before I found out what was going on, and this is before I, I met my current wife who set me down the straight and narrow and who cared enough about me to say, this is not the person you are. You, you don't need to act this way. And uh, I thank God for her every day. I give a shout-out to my wife, Bobby, because she literally did save my life. I mean, I wasn't drinking, doing alcohol, doing drugs. I was drinking at the time. I, I wasn't an alcoholic, but I drank a lot going out on the weekends at bars and things. But it wasn't that. It was, it was her telling me that I had a problem and, and the person that acted up and acted did these things was not the person who I am. And it, it started me down the road to uh, figuring out what I was and what I was all about and things. And um, it was really all about her and, and what she did. So I appreciate her for that. And 
that was all the wrong way to deal with things, the way I treated people, being mean to people and things like that. That was definitely the wrong way to handle things. And at the time, again, like I said, I, I didn't understand. I didn't care. And uh, it took moving from that place cause, and finding a new direction in my life and, and new positive people to to get away from it. I have always known the words could cut deep, uh, deeper than any knife, but uh, I felt I had to use that weapon to survive, especially there. Um, I did that because I did not want to see the people around me were toxic. I, I couldn't, I couldn't see it. I couldn't see because I was always being told that you have this everywhere you go. You have people treat you this everywhere you go. Well, no, you don't. You don't have people that treat you like that. You don't have people that want to attack you verbally and and sneak around behind your back and do hurtful things. No, I mean, I've moved just 20 minutes away from that town and it's a completely different world. People up here are, are friendlier, they're, they're like that. I, I don't know, it's hard to explain, but yeah, that, that town was a very toxic little town. And about I had to look back and see what the best thing that I ever did was, was, was being with my wife and moving out and things like that. And again, I'm not saying that everybody's this way. I'm saying that if, if you, you deal with bipolar and you're surrounded by toxic people and everything, um, um, just listen to what I'm saying and think about your own situation and, and see what you think. Um, one of the hardest things to do was, again, like I said, was to identify the toxicity and realize what it was doing to me. Um, I honestly felt like I knew what it was when I was in the situation, when I was living in that town, um, but I couldn't get out of it because, like I said, my wife wanted to raise her her daughter there. Um, my kids were there, so it was one of those things where I had to fight it. And the best way I thought it was just to not hang around. I I used it as a bedroom community, basically. Um, I did for a while try to get in and the positive aspect of. Uh, helping with a local community center and things like that. And that got me involved with positive people and things, even though I had to deal with with the uh, the negative people who volunteered there and things. But um, it was a good experience for me. And when I got out of, out of there and moved where I'm at now, everything was much brighter. I mean, you can see the sunshine here. Down there, they had to, there's no way you can see the sunshine. Um, so following up, Closing out, I want to say, if you're dealing with bipolar depression or bi or depression of any sort, get help. Don't let the negativity, don't let the, the, the toxicity, don't let things bring you down. Every person has a, a, um, a self-worth and a beauty inside. And uh, that's one of the things I try to bring. If you go to the front page of the uh, website, BradleyFinnerty.com, you're going to see where I have a video on there, uh, an inspirational video telling people that they have a beauty inside. And this isn't an anti-depression thing. This is a, a don't listen to other people video. It's very good. Um, find the positive, remove the toxic, and no matter who you are, find the good in yourself. Um, be the best you you can be. And that's all I can say is, is don't let other people bring you down. Look at the positive. Do something good every day in your life. Do something good for yourself. Do something good for somebody else, and you'll see your life change. Um, it's hard. I'm not going to sit here and say it's not hard. It's extremely hard. But if you try it, 
I'm sure you'll, you'll at least uh, like the direction your life is, is going into. I invite you to check out my website for some fun and interesting information and things. Um, there's entertainment information. There's day trip information. There's the B-Rad Saloon. There's all kinds of neat and interesting things on there. Um, it truly is the synthesis of entertainment and information. And don't forget, folks, B-Rad. <laughs>